Welcome to Latino Greatness. In this episode, we have a special guest. His name is Paul Kasanowski. He's one of the top real estate investors in the U.S., as well as a highly successful entrepreneur, author, speaker, and TV personality. He was being featured on A&E's Bid, Building and Design, and he has been the subject, the subject of a documentary called The 24-Hour Entrepreneur. Holly was also a world champion kickboxer, and he carries the same intensity in business and in sport. Welcome to Latino Greatness, Paul. Welcome, buddy. Latinos, tu sabe la corazón de Leon. The hands, the, la manos de la piedras. Tu sabe la verdad. How are you, everybody? How are you? Good to be on Latino Greatness. You know how much I love the Latins. Yeah, I know. I told you I know. when I first met you, I said, Latinos are my favorite people. They have family values. They have character. Most of the guys that work for me in my real estate flipping business and construction business, Latin workers, I love them. They're like my family. And the carne asada is amazing. And I know it very well because my guys always bring the tamales and the carne asada and all that stuff. You gotta love it. Very nice to be here, buddy. Man, you are such a Latino. You, I know you work with so many Latinos. When I met you, you talked me about Latinos. You talk very great about Latinos. I love it. And such a such as I, you are also an immigrant in the United States. We want to know more about you, Paul. Well, yes, I'm an immigrant. Uh, you know, I know English is my third language, as I told you when when I was speaking in Indianapolis when I met you. Yeah. And. Uh, So my, my mom and my father come from, uh, from former Yugoslavia in Europe. It was a communist country. And uh, so, you know, I lived there. I lived there when I was a kid. And then we immigrated to Canada, not even here in America. We moved to Canada in Montreal. Well, we initially went to Toronto, Canada. And then I grew up in Montreal, Canada, in a very, very poor area called Point St. Charles very blue collar, kind of like uh, lower income welfare, you know, got government subsidized uh, people that live there. But I loved it there. You know, I don't want to say bad things about where I came from because I have still good friends there. It was a, it, it was a humble beginning, but it, it made me appreciate things now that I, I do. When I was four years old, my mom and dad divorced. Yeah. And uh, so I was raised by a single mom. My, my father He ended up moving back to, to Ontario, Toronto, Canada. And uh, so we lived in Montreal until I was 19. And then when I was 19, I ended up moving to California with no papers, no nothing. And I, I came, there was no wall then. I just came on a plane <laughs> with a ticket and uh, a two-way ticket. To, I bought a two-way ticket. And as soon as I came off in 1989, June 6th, I ripped up the going home ticket and I said, I'm never going back to my old neighborhood. And for me, I grew up, you know, like I'm not, I wasn't good at school. I'm dyslexic. I couldn't read that well. I was good at like, like athlete. I was an athlete. I was good at like boxing and football and hockey. And, you know, I was very friendly and gregarious and I played drums. La Batarias, you know, I played the drums and everything. So I was good more like that kind of stuff. I wasn't really a school guy, but I always knew I, I had dreams. And I came to California with no papers. 
I started a small business. I turned that into a multi-million dollar business. And because of that business, it was an audio business selling audio speakers and surround sounds for people's houses. And then I took that money and I started getting into real estate. And now I'm, I'm in real estate full time, buying and selling properties, flipping, wholesaling, buying apartment buildings and, and, you know, renting them out and getting cash flow every month. So that's kind of my story. When you're talking about your, you have been a seller all your life and you have, oh and well, being a seller takes many no's. Like, you know, it, it takes many no's, many, many people will not buy you. How do you take that defeat to come to convert it? Like in a multi-million dollar that you have created right now in real estate and, and in the audio company? Uh, yeah, good question, Marco. Um, honestly, you know, not everybody's cut out to be an entrepreneur. And part of being an entrepreneur is having people say no to you, get lost, uh, disrespect you and all that. But inside of me growing up where I grew up in humble beginnings, I just knew like I wanted to succeed so bad that no matter what, you know, now even in the real estate business, I have to call people that are losing their house or they want to sell their house. And a lot of times, typically, they're not friendly. And, and, and my job is to turn them as a salesperson, as an entrepreneur. I have to turn their bad attitude into a good attitude. And I feel like if you have good energy and you, and you never allow somebody to get in your way of your success, Even though people said no to me, no, F you, this, that, don't call me, on and on, don't, don't pitch me, don't try to sell me. I always knew that I'm not going to allow them to get in the way of my success. And anybody listening to this podcast, if you're a young entrepreneur, see, I'm in my 50s right now. I'm not young anymore, but when I was 19, 20, 21 on my early journey, I realized in my head, I'm not going to let anybody else get in the way of my success. No matter what they say, no matter how many times they say no, I just kept picking up the phone, recalling, uh, door knocking, trying to pitch and keep going. And your, your, your inner self, your inner self to want to succeed has to be greater than the, the no's and the negativity you get in business well you talk you talk about two two important things of an entrepreneur desire desire to yes. be successful and discipline because you tell me when they told you no you continue door knocking uh calling the phone and you know they will tell you the f word and everything like that yes. but you continue you know if you want it and like you say you come from hobo beginnings you have nothing to lose nothing just just to win so I mean, what is like, you are also a kickboxer champion, right? So yes. what is like, does you have to have the same discipline in sports and in business or it's, it's a kind of a different, different? Yeah, that's a great question, Marco. When I was a kid and, you know, like a lot of great Latin fighters, some of my favorite boxers and, 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 and fighters, You know, they had the Corazón de Leon, you know what I mean? The lion heart. And when I was a kid, I had great discipline. I never drank. I didn't smoke. I didn't do drugs. I didn't gamble. I didn't hang out 
even though I grew up in that environment, I, I found something that I was passionate about and that was boxing. When I was nine, my mom took me to the gym because I had some kids, some brothers beat, trying to beat me up. So my mom said, my son is going to be able to protect himself, you know? I didn't realize I was going to go to a boxing gym and have inner talent and love and passion for the boxing game. And then I, I started learning how to be disciplined through sports. And I think they have a, a very similar discipline as you have to have in, in business. And so I learned at a very young age, you know, when all my friends were running around, playing, going to parties, hanging out, drinking, whatever, I was in the gym, disciplined, training, wanted more out of my life. I didn't hang out. And so when I came to become a businessman, which by the way, in my neighborhood, no one talked about being a businessman. And a lot of times it's kind of like the Latin people, you know, they come to America or even in their own countries, they have dreams and they fight. And, and people like us that were, were kind of didn't have the easy road. You know, we didn't have moms and dads giving us, you know, so much money and millions to start a business. We had to work hard. And through that adversity that I had growing up and through the discipline, it enabled me to have this kind of fire and this energy that no matter what anyone said to me, I was going to make it. And I think that's why I love the Latin people so much because they they had they had so much hardships a lot of them a lot of the latin people the culture they have hardships but they have big dreams and they come here and they work hard and they want more out of their life and i think that's why for me i get along so well with the 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 culture you know the cultures about family about discipline about working hard and that's why there's a love um, and, and I admire the Latin people, their spirit, you know, and when I met you, I told, I remember telling you this and you were smiling. I remember because it's, it's the truth. And I remember even as a pro fighter, when I came to California and I was fighting a lot of the Mexican fighters from Mexico that immigrated here. And I remember how, how hard they worked in the gym and how tough they were and they had the lion heart the corazon the leon you know and and they fought hard and even if they weren't amazing fighters techniques they had so much spirit and i remember just saying man i love these people uh i remember learning the culture i started learning the the language because i i love them their music they were always festive and they didn't have a lot of money, but they had a lot of spirit and that made them millionaires in my eyes. So that's what, what I say with the discipline and hardships, it brings you to the level and, and you can flourish and become very, very successful in, in your life. Yeah, like you talk, well, it is important that you have the support of your mother because sometimes yeah. people say, okay, you don't have the support of nobody, no, uh, you don't have to care because it's your life and everything. But we we always need at least one person to support yeah. us. And that's, that was the thing about you, that your mother supports you in all your dreams. She never tells you don't go to California or nothing like she that. Did. So, she did. She actually, yeah, she was, 
one thing about my mom, you know, I'm not talking bad about my mom. I don't like when people do that. But one thing I will say, my mom, because she grew up in former communist country, oh, okay. she was very scared and very scarcity and didn't believe that I could make it. And what? she wanted us to go to school, get a regular job, be regular, you know. And so she was really afraid. But I told my mom, I said, look, I'm not like everybody else. Yeah. And I want something out of my life and I'm not going to allow anything to get in my way. And I'll be honest, by the time I was 15, I was on my own because me and my mom, although I love my mom, we, we hit heads because she wanted to hold me back and I wanted to dream. Yeah, big. Yeah. And so I had good support. Like I had good trainers and, and people in my life. But when I came to California, I re-met my uncle and aunt from my father's side and I re-met my dad and it was a big reunion. And I was able to see my uncle and aunt flourish, even though they were from former Yugoslavia, communist country, but they started doing uh, business in real estate. And I realized, wow, I can do something with my life. So they were a good support system. And of course, then I got coaching by JT Fox. And, and when I met JT Fox nine and a half years ago, it changed my life because he made me think in a bigger way, in a more productive way, positioning, marketing, branding, and all those things. And it doesn't matter where you come from. I'm sure a lot of your listeners are trying to become entrepreneurs. They're young, they're hungry. They want more out of their life. They never had nothing given to them. And some, some of them didn't even have anybody to believe in them like myself. But once you find that person to believe in you and give you the spirit and the push and the mentorship and coaching, you can, you can accomplish anything if you want it in your heart and your soul. And that's what happened to me. Yeah. You believe in yourself. <laughs> I mean, yeah. since you buy the ticket, you believe in yourself. No matter if you were living on the street or nothing like that. Thank God you have your aunt and your uncle here that led you begin. And as I read in some of your books, uh, you were for free. Yes. So if you were for free, you didn't ask for money. So you you were to learn. And I think that's what, that is one of the most important things as an entrepreneur. We have to work to learn, not just get it, whatever job, and we will not learn nothing. So I think give us a message to new entrepreneurs or people that want to be entrepreneurs of education in real life, not in university or nothing else, in real yeah. life. You know me, I'm very authentic. I speak the way I feel, I'm very open. Um, and really anybody listening to us right now on your podcast, and I know you're doing very great things for people around the country and people around the world. Actually, you have world viewers I want people to know, like, if you want to do, like, if it's real estate or you want to be in the restaurant business or, or construction, any business, I don't care what business it is. If you want to start an insurance company, whatever, get with someone that's actually doing it. Somebody that's actually not just reading it out of a book or you go to school and try to learn something in a book, you're not going to be able to learn practical doing stuff in the field in the in the job and I think that's what made me understand it because I was there I was willing to work for free 
I was willing to add value. I remember my uncle, I would work in the construction to, to make his places ready and I'd be painting and doing tile and, and hardwood floors and everything. And I didn't know much at that time, I was very young, but I was willing to do whatever it takes to get better. And, and, and more, more importantly, I learned how to talk to people and treat people with respect. And I think when you come from humble beginnings, and all the workers that were working, I saw my uncle treat a lot of his workers with such respect and love and honor and character. And so when I started my own business, I didn't care if they didn't speak English or they came from other countries and they were immigrants. I had my heart was soft and I wanted to help them. And I, I'll even share a story. One of my main guys, that worked for me for over 11 and a half years. He was from Mexico and when I first met him, he was just a regular day laborer guy. He didn't have a lot of skills, but he had something in him. He had spirit, he had character, he had loyalty, and he had work ethic and he worked hard and he wanted to learn, he was very coachable. And so now this particular uh, guy, his name is Jairo, and Jairo runs my business now. And he makes he makes good six-figure income running my business. And when he first started with me, he was making an hourly wage working as a laborer. So I want people to hear those stories because these are real stories. This is how you learn. This is you sometimes gotta start digging, digging posts to put fences and cut your hands and learn. And just like I did in Hiro and people that work for me, I have some of the same workers for 8, 10, 11, 12 years with me because it's about building a team around you and empowering people and not getting to a point where you're so big and your head is so big and ego. And your ego will hold your business back it'll hold you back and you're not coachable and you won't grow as an entrepreneur. And that's why I always share this story because I was willing to do whatever it takes. And then I saw the people for their character and their loyalty. And then I would pour my knowledge into them to help them grow. And in turn, it helped my business grow. That's how you grow a business. That's how you grow yourself. It's so funny because you talk about, uh, well, the, they say that the important part of the business are clients, but it's not like that, are the workers. You have to treat well the workers so they treat your business well. That's the most important part. Yeah. You have to create a group that, that will lead you to, to be successful. Like Latino Greatness, I started myself. I was struggling a lot. Right now we are four people like, we have grown a lot since I met these four people that, man, they are so awesome. They are working with me in all the projects. So, and I'm blessed with that. So that's good to hear that Latin people, you are talking great about Latin people. And my favorite and people business. in the whole world, Hondurans, Venezuelans, uh, Mexicans, Guatemala. Like, like, look, there's good and bad in every country. You know, know what I'm talking about, but the truth of the matter is, is like the spirit of the person, you know? And you know, it's funny because I got a lot of guys that work for me and they work for other bosses and stuff like that. 
and they always say you're the you're the you're the best guy you care about us and they see like i'm not a greedy person i love to pay my guys yeah. what they're deserve if someone works hard you need to pay your people you need to empower them you need to love them you need to coach them you need to encourage them and i know you do that i mean i've seen you grow your business i'm proud of you my friend i remember when you first started we talked and we 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 conversed very well and and i'm proud to see you growing and you're doing the thing see i always say this speed of implementation my coach jt always says you learn it you implement it whatever you learn implement it and that's what i saw you do and and that's what we all as entrepreneurs need to try to do at all times knowledge is powerful until you use it that's right <laughs> right buddy no. yeah and like like i tell you everything that i learned that day i implemented since day one. like i didn't start my did. podcast that day but i was like in my mind it was like well i talked with paul he told me this this will work for my life maybe this will not generate me money right away and i i don't want to generate money with my podcast but i mean to help people yeah. and and with you i'm helping many people i know that so i'm 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 happy i could be a part of their their happiness and a little bit of helping but again you know no matter like you said no matter what you hear or go through or whatever you have to implement it you have to do the work you did the work and look at what you're doing now and and even me i did the work and now i'm doing well in my life and i think anybody that listens to this podcast together me and you having a great conversation about business about life about integrity about loyalty those things matter because in the end like money is good don't get me wrong i don't want to sound like mother <laughs> teresa i work for money. um and and i'm authentic about that i mean i work hard i like nice things i want to prosper i want to be able to to retire with a very very good net worth and be able to leave for my kids and family and people that i love but at the same time you know like it's about empowering everybody around you too it's not just about you as a businessman as an entrepreneur it's about the people around you and and pushing the whole thing and not being a victim that's the thing you're not a victim i'm not a victim i didn't come to this country and say well i'm an immigrant i have no papers this that one i came here with a dream and a work ethic and i was going to figure it out and that's what we all need to do man we, it's awesome to have you in this podcast you will Thank be you. in the future i know that you will be in the future you will accept my invitation like you do right now always so, man paul it was a pleasure to have you here and to hear all your business stories and everything so thank you very much no problem buddy my pleasure <laughs>